0: Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Coach Seth here with the Five Star Life Show, and I'm in studio with my co-host, the amazing co-host, Coach Mia. I like when you say that. Uh, You know, I I, I was like, just gonna say Mia. I'm like, no, it's the amazing Mia. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's 2023, (laughs) and we're starting the year strong. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this show. We've also got producer Brandon over there. Uh, Welcome, Brandon. Hey, I got to welcome early. <laughs> we were just talking before the show, like, when are we going to introduce Brandon again? We're going to bring him on. Like, you know, Brandon, just stay tuned. Just be ready.
1: <laughs> Keep him on its toes.
0: He's on. So it's a good day. We have a great uh, show for you today.
1: I'm kind of excited about this subject, believe it or not.
0: You excited about it? I am. Yeah? yeah. So we, we just filmed, actually a couple of weeks ago, we filmed a lesson uh, for students talking about how to rule relationships, a whole series, there's seven lessons in that series, and one of the components in ruling our relationships is um, really learning how and when to forgive. It's, it's really important. And so that—that's—I'm—I'm I'm surprised you're excited excited about that.
1: I am because <laughs> it was a very hard lesson to learn, and i am still learning. But uh,
0: how, how did it, hard lesson to learn? Wh- where did it start for you?
1: Oh gosh, I, unfortunately, I was older, <laughs> you know, just some broken relationships, and couldn't figure out why I kept having them, and voila.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited, I, I, and I hope people didn't tune out because this is a very powerful thing. I mean, rule, the theme we're teaching kids, rule means to have control, to have power, to have dominion over an area or people, and this whole idea of forgiveness is probably one of the most powerful lifestyle choices that you can latch onto if you want to have longevity of relationships, if you want to have good relationships, um, or or if you uh, ultimately want to be a person that just bounces relationally. I understand like we all transition. Like not every relationship is forever. There are seasons in relationships. That's really normal. Um, But this component of forgiveness is, it's got to be a life, it's got to be part of our lifestyle. It's required lifestyle choice if we want to have good relationships. So I remember I told students, I remember like standing in my middle school hallway and I, I'm I'm outside the gymnasium in the hallway. I think I went to get a, something from concession stand and I'm standing there and there's these two girls from the other school that I was standing there talking to when all of a sudden um, my friend snuck up behind me and pants me. Mm-hmm. And one moment I'm, you know, being suave, I'm, I'm, I'm being smooth, I'm chilling with the ladies, you know, and the next moment there's like a draft, cold draft, you know, and I'm just like, oh, oh my goodness. Now, uh, it, it is, uh, it is super awkward. H- have you ever had someone, a friend, do something that you're like, what in the world? It shocked you, it angered you, it surprised you, it made you question your friendship? <laughs> have you ever had that happen?
1: Brandon, I can't really think of any.
2: Um, just about every day when Bray throws a basketball <laughs> at me. is <laughs> the director of basketball operations. They, they're office mates. <laughs> I'll be, like, focused on, like, I'm doing something with a lesson or doing something, like, and I have a big monitor, so I can't see. And and all of a sudden, it just comes across, and it's a foam basketball if that makes it any better. but <laughs> It's know. like Angry
0: Birds. You don't even <laughs> see it come over the wall. No. Scud missile incoming. Just,
2: and there's moments where I'm like, when it catches me off guard, I'm like, I'm like so focused right now. Do you have to do that?
0: <laughs> so, so, I mean, what do you do when, you know, it's down a basketball, when it's, when it's something more serious than being pants or whatever? Like, what do you do when you have friends that um, they maybe say something behind your back or they're not there for you or they do something that you're like, what is this really a friend? What do you do? Um, our body's natural response to those situations is we feel, we feel threatened. Um, and and so our body naturally goes into that fight flight or, or freeze mode. And so, you know, our body tenses up, it, it gets ready to fight. We, we either, you know, for, for me, thank God, I only, I only had two responses, the one was to fight. I wanted to just knock his teeth out right there, then there. Um, the other response I had was to flee. I wanted to crawl, find a rock somewhere just to crawl under. Um, but instead, I picked up my drawers. Thank God I didn't f- was freeze. That would have been awkward for everybody. <laughs> so I did grab the drawers, pull them up, and, and and I took off. Um, I chose to fight, so I, I chased him down the hallways. Uh, he was fast. I was fast. So it took a while, which was the best thing for our situation, because according to research, when you're angry and you're in the fight or flight mode, the best thing you can do is work some of that energy out. And so literally by the time I finally caught him, he had been laughing. The entire time he's running and he's laughing so hard. He thinks it's so funny and I am so angry, but the more I'm running, the more my stress is like releasing, the more the anger is subsiding and the more he's just dying laughing. I'm starting to not quite laugh, but I'm just like, this dude is just trying to be funny. He's not trying to, he wasn't trying to embarrass me. He wasn't, I mean, he was kind of, but he's just trying to have fun. And so by the time I finally caught him, what did I do? I looked in his eyes and saw this is not a guy trying to ruin my life or my my dating field, you know, the, you know player Seth, he's hurting my game. It, it was not that. It was just he was trying to have fun. And so when I saw that in his eyes, uh what did I do? I did nothing. And you know, it's interesting because if you want to have friendships and if you want to have friendships for longer than a month, at some point you're gonna to have to insert Mercy into the equation. So we before we talk about forgiveness, we we have to talk about mercy. Because there's times where you just have to like, what is mercy? It's when they deserve to be punished or they deserve some retaliation. Like how am are gonna pan I was thinking I was gonna knock this kid's teeth out or I was gonna pants him, one or the other, you know? And and but instead I just like, I'm gonna do nothing. He's just being an idiot. He's just having fun.
1: Did he apologize?
0: No, he was still laughing. <laughs> he was still just laughing. He's, he was like, dude, your face, your face. When he, and then the girl's face. He was just, he was dying laughing. And I was just like, you were an idiot. <laughs> so no, he didn't, he still didn't apologize. Right. He, was too, he was having too much fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you gave him, or you practiced mercy.
0: Yeah, I, I practiced mercy. And I think the mercy was also mercy for the friendship. I mean, think about that one thing. If 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 I if I punish him back, now all of a sudden I, I'm I'm becoming a jerk, and he's trying to do something fun and funny that he thinks is fun and funny, and now I'm gonna do something kind of nasty to one up him. And where does that stop? Where does that end? And that's kind of where often kids take it right, tit for tat. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the natural response, and ultimately. Um, if if you don't have some mercy, relationships won't last. Um, but what about when you have friends that talk behind your back, spread lies, uh, aren't there for you? Um, and what if they've done that a lot? And that's where we tell kids go back to the previous lesson. Cause I think it's lesson twenty-five. If you go back to the podcast, I think it's a, a few shows before. I think you go back two shows, and you'll find we we talk about like. What are the qualities of a good friend? So I would just say go back because we define what a good friendship is. If they're going to, like, if you would have pants me every day and every time I was like, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's this whole idea of, of forgiveness that Dr. Fred Rufkin, he spent uh, 20 years studying forgiveness through the Stanford University Forgiveness Projects. So it's the largest interpersonal uh, forgiveness. Uh, program that's or study that's ever been uh, developed and so he knows a little bit about forgiveness but he says that when a when you're hurt by a friend our stress is coming from the hurt feelings so when, when we're hurt by a friend our, our hurt feelings are in thoughts that we're suffering from are not from the person uh, are not from what offended us or hurt us five minutes or five years ago they're, they're coming straight from the stress and how we handle that. The situation's over. So the the offense, the anger, the emotions, it's not coming from what happened. It's coming from how we handle what happened. And so he says what we've got to do is we're not suffering from what offended us. We're suffering from like like how we handle it.
1: How we handle it now or how, how we handled it?
0: Both. Okay. Because what happens is, especially how, how we handle it repetitively. Mm-hmm. So when you have, when you go through something relationally, I mean, fr- from something light like gossip or lying to something heavy like trauma, uh, how we handle it, how we respond every day determines our state of well-being, right? And I just looked at the clock. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Go to Five Star Life in the break. Learn more about our mission. Get involved.
1: Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch.
0: Welcome back. Coach Seth here, your host. And I'm joined here with the incredible Coach Mia, my co-host and producer Brandon over here. Thank you. And we're, we're talking about forgiveness. And, and I in the first segment, we were just talking about this, this Dr. Fred Rufkin who spent 20 years studying forgiveness. And he says that we have to change our mindset about how we look at forgiveness and really our perspective about those situations. Because the hurt and the pain that we deal with, when somebody lets us down or hurts us is not from what happened in the moment. It's from the residual emotions that we allow ourselves to suffer from on an ongoing basis. And so he, he ultimately just says, listen, you, you, have to, you have to make a choice to forgive the person who hurts you and ultimately, you have to respect yourself enough to understand this idea of forgiveness is, it's not justifying the other person's uh, actions. That's where we get hung up. We think, I can't forgive because that means I'm justifying and saying what they did was okay.
1: And as an adult, I find that very, or I found it very difficult to kind of, you know, uh, work through that. But I'm like, as a kid, how, how do we teach them like, what that means?
0: Th- they can, they can separate the difference. I mean, they're intelligent so they can get like, okay, so for, the problem is it's not taught. that Kids are not taught that. They, they, they think, you know, for, forget, often they're taught forgive and forget, forgive and forget. And it's like, well, if you if you totally forget, then, then you know, like you run your head into a wall and if you forget the walls there, you'll keep running into it. You'll, you'll hurt yourself. So that's not the best advice. Um, I understand what's implied. It means let it go. And so, when you choose, and this is what kids, it's really powerful for kids to grasp this, and this is the visual we give kids. Forgiveness is a choice. Um, it is a simple choice, and, and according to Dr. Rufkin, that choice to forgive is like grabbing a hold, and, and if you were in the studio right now, I'm, I'm holding a fake cable that's connected to my heart. So that, that cable that's connected from my heart to the other person Forgiveness is grabbing a hold of that, unplugging that, and letting it go. So, letting go of that mental and emotional connection of the hurt and the pain. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm letting the, that go. I'm releasing it. I'm no longer gonna spend my energy thinking about it, talking about it, getting angry about it. Because we have to respect ourselves enough to to cut that cable off. I don't want to be a per like there there are people listening who you're listening to this and you're being challenged because you have these cables you cross somebody's path at the grocery store or at the mall or at church or wherever and you have these different trigger points and it's because there's these emotional cables these emotional and mental cables where you haven't let you haven't let go yet And that's the sign that you haven't let go is when if you're still feeling the pain of it, it means eh, it's it's still in there. You might have forgiven, but you probably the next morning got up and plugged it back in when you chose to allow those thoughts and emotions come back. It's like you're just saying, okay, I'm going to plug this in. Or when somebody else that shares the same hurt for the person, you start to commiserate and talk about it. And it's like just picking up that cable and plugging it back in. Every time you drudge that up, you're plugging it back in. You're allowing that person who is probably enjoying the life probably don't care. They're not suffering. You're suffering. So the forgiveness, a lot of people know it, but it's 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 selfish isn't the right word, but it's 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 for self. It's for you. Like reconciliation, that takes two. That takes the person like apologizing, ter- making some changes recognizing their error that's reconciliation and that takes two people forgiveness is about you about letting go
1: it's so powerful i mean i i'm just sitting here taking it all in because i don't think most people understand that they feel like they're you know you unplug the cable but you're almost like plugging the cable into the other person and giving them more power by forgiving them
0: yeah and and by staying plugged in you I mean ultimately what you're doing is you're you're disempowering yourself you're 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 binding yourself you're disrespecting yourself the other person is no longer haunting they're not doing anything it's over what we're doing is we are haunting ourselves over and over with our choice to rethink to refocus on it And it comes back to saying, do I love myself? Do I respect myself enough to say, you know what? Um, I am done holding on to this thing and letting it drain the energy out of me. And so when you see people that hurt you two months ago or two years ago or 20 years ago and there's still something there that, that just, that's kind of the litmus test of have you really unplugged? If you can't, if, if you can't see someone or think about someone without there being hurt feelings or, or some dramatic emotions, uh, then you're still plugged in.
1: So how do you teach people to unplug?
0: So there, there's a lot of ways to forgive. Um, n- me, physically, uh, I, so sometimes it's it's kind of looking at the emotions. Like I will literally sometimes if I haven't experienced something. I literally will just like shake it off. I'll start shaking my shoulders. Like like there's some physical things you can do that mentally it's helping your brain release the emotions, right? So it's shaking it off. The other thing you can do is I literally, sometimes I just visualize visualize for myself. Like I'm just, I'm forgiving. I'm letting go. I'm putting this down. I'm unplugging. So, so there's some visualization that's super powerful. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful. Um, and, 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 the, the key is though it's it's taking that that mindset and what you're thinking taking that thought when you could partner that thought with emotion then it becomes a, a real belief that that's when you can truly unplug if it's just a thought and, and this may take it may take five days it may take 50 days it, may t- it, may, it might take some time for your mind to get to your heart and for the emotional side of it to truly be let go and released. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I think most, like, I used to think that when, you know, people would like, oh, I forgave them, and I'm like, oh, why can't, I? They, it, you know, they were free, and it's like, why can't I have that? Like, so everybody's different, obviously, but. Everybody's
0: different. And and, and again, there is, um, there's layers to it. So you forgive, but then you wake up the next day, and because we think 85%, like 85% of the thoughts we think, are actually 90% of the thoughts that we thought yesterday, will think again today. Or t- the next day. And, and and so ultimately what happens is because our mind is so brilliant and because we have the subconscious if you have been dealing with these these feelings or emotions and thoughts of unforgiveness just because you're making a, con- a conscious effort to forgive it doesn't mean it got down to your subconscious. To get down to your subconscious it takes it might take some repetition but it for sure takes getting the emotional Feeling connected to this, to the conscious thought you're having. Does that make sense? Or is that too confusing?
1: I, I mean, it does, but you probably could say it again. <laughs>
0: so, so ninety-five so, percent so, um, of of our day is ran by our subconscious mind. Okay, so we're only five percent conscious of what we're really doing and saying. Like right now, we're on radio, so we're really, uh, we're 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 one hundred percent engaged in what we're doing right now. We're totally aware. But I'm not thinking about my breathing. I'm not thinking about my heart rate. I'm not thinking about all these other things that I'm doing. I move my hands. I'm not even thinking about where I'm looking. Like, like our brain is, I'm reading both your body languages and I don't even know it. My subconscious is doing that. So tomorrow when I get up, I made a conscious decision today, forgive. But when I get up tomorrow, guess what happens? It's on repeat. So there's a cycle mentally where all of a sudden there's something that will mentally trigger the subconscious to say, oh, this is how you feel about that person. So you think, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. You're brilliant. And it's your, it's your subconscious. You've trained your subconscious to hold, hold something against that person. You've trained it that way. That's why it's so important in the moment not to, like, learn from what happened. But if you if you don't forgive quickly, you will train yourself. It'll drop down your subconscious and then it gets more difficult.
1: I think that has been the most freeing for me um, is that to realize that immediately I have to forgive. And sometimes I have to be honest. I mean, I I don't know that I fully like grasp it, but I I say it and you know what? It's like I'm going to move in that direction because I know I can't like, you know, keep going or the grow if I do not do that.
0: Yeah. What do you what, what about you, Brandon?
2: Repeat that again for me. Sorry. That's
1: okay. No, we were just talking. I mean, I was sharing that um, to forgive quickly has been very healing for me. Um, But, and I said sometimes I don't truly believe it, but I go through the actions. So I move in the right, moving in the right direction.
2: I mean, I just think about like the health benefits of are really the opposite of like if you don't forgive, kind of the defects of the loss of sleep and just the things you're doing to your body because you're holding on to that grudge and you can't let it go. I'm an overthinker. So if I don't forgive someone, I'm going to, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to lose sleep over it. And it's just going to eat at me. They're not losing sleep over it. They're not, it's not eating at them. It's just eating at me. So I think that's the big thing I think about when are we going to forgive, am I going to forgive them or not? It's, it's for me. because of the benefits or not there like where i'm giving up sleep or whatever it is that's what's huge
0: well well said we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back and talk about the health benefits of forgiveness
3: five star life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids mindsets since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to FiveStarLife.org and send us an email today. That's F I V E S T A R L I F E o-r-g
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show, Coach Seth. Here and in studio is my amazing co-host, Coach Mia.
1: Thank you, Seth, and our producer Brandon, who uh, just forgave me because
0: he's mic'd I, up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you asked him the wrong question. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I'm just always trying to be prepared. <laughs> so this show is so fluid and so spontaneous. <laughs> And Brandon's over there. He's kind of, we, we, we brought him onto the show because he's sitting there and he has such good input and he is an educator mm-hmm. and he is incredible at implementing our curriculum. So we want his input from time to time. So Brandon, thanks for being flexible and letting us call about, on you. The thing about that
2: is I am a
0: planner. <laughs> <laughs> so like when
2: I do curriculum, I have notes since Like I can, I know where I'm going with it, but I have thought it out before so if I have stories or I have things to say, it's it's written out and mm-hmm. it, it's thought out. Yep, I'm not a fly by the seat of my
1: fans teacher. <laughs> You're doing good though.
0: You're doing great. And I and I'm I'm like that. I'm a planner, but then it I don't necessarily stick to the total plan. It could go five different ways and I'd be okay with all five of them because they're all interesting to it me. Took
2: me like 5 years to be okay with switching gears as a teacher. <laughs> I had a I had a teacher that I worked with that would change the lesson plan like the day of. And I'm like, I'm, I had a plan. I had it all planned out. I had copies made. And I learned that kids are so unpredictable that I just had to be ready to go go fly by the sea of my pants on things aren't always going to go right.
0: Well, I, I think the lesson plan is so important and the focus is important, but the bunny trails are so important because that's what learning is, right? Learning is about meeting them where they're at. So when they start asking questions like follow the bunny trail to make sure, I mean, this is where they're at. They're revealing where they're at. So, good stuff. We're talking about forgiveness, by the way. Right. Welcome back to the Five Star Life show. You're listening Got in on, on a bunny trail. us three having a, <laughs> having a conversation uh, that you've listened on. Sorry about that. Um, so, make sure you go to five 5starlife.org because th- there is, I, I want to encourage you to, to think about in 2023 getting involved in some, way, shape, or form, whether that's volunteering, whether it's um, introducing other people to Five Star Life through this this show, um, or, or whether it's introducing a local school or parent to Five Star Life curriculum or programming, because we're, we're changing culture. You think about this conversation, if you've been tuning in from the beginning, we're talking about forgiveness. And if you want to if you want to rule your relationships and, and have success in relationships, you're gonna to have to make forgiveness a part of your lifestyle. In the previous segment, we just talked about the idea like you know me you said that's so important, like forgiving right like the faster you forgive, the better it is for you. How did you how did you learn that?
1: In my marriage? I really did. you know I, I thought I can harbor this and he Jim's moved on. You know, we talked about it and there's nothing left to say except I'm sorry. Now I forgive you. So actually probably forgiving myself first for, you know, not acting correctly and then moving on. But yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, that's a whole nother bunny trail of forgiving yourself. That That's so important. Often we're so hard on other people because we're really, we're really unhappy with ourselves. I mean, there's so much of that that's rooted in this this irritation and this insecurity and this anger about maybe how we handled ourselves and we project that on others too and judge people at that same level, the same way we look at ourselves. But but there are some, I want to get back to um, speaking of lesson plans. I, I do want to talk because, Brandon, you brought up um, at the end of the last segment, the health benefits that, you know, you've, you've learned to forgive because after, you know, sleepless nights, and holding these grudges, you saw the impact it had on you and your health. And, and that's the other thing. I mean, so, yes, you can, forgiving, there's multiple ways to do it. But part of it is understanding the health benefits, like high blood pressure, stress, anxiety. All those things lead to what? Inflammation. And inflammation is at the root of what? Just about every major disease that's a killer worldwide. Inflammation comes from what? Stress. Well, unforgiveness is one of the most heart-wrenching, stressful, energy-sucking things there is. Holding onto that cable is, it comes at a cost. And so research says that when you pull the plug, it lowers your blood pressure, reduces your anxiety, helps you sleep better, and just improves your overall well-being. You just feel better. When you pull the plug. So there will be this release, this sense of, ah, I've just I've just let it go. And that, and that's a powerful tool in life.
1: You know what, too, and I don't know the actual studies, but too, I've, I've read that um, even like cancer, it like feeds off of like bitterness and unforgiveness and all those kind of things are just terrible. And if you think about it, you're really, it's your mind just keeps going and going and going and you're just feeding that. That, that need and that that feeling.
0: Yeah so, so and then you get you go from like there's layers of kind of the, that unforgiveness because unforgiveness over time turns into what bitterness mm-hmm. and that bitterness that's when you get into chronic pain and um, e- even um, all kinds of arthritic issues and I mean it, it, they, they, you you hear these these old sayings right where it talks about you know, they're bitter to the bone. there's a lot of truth to that. And some of these studies that are coming out that it makes you sick at your core. And so there's, there's been incredible stories about people who once they forgave their health started to turn around. It's, it's a powerful thing. I know for me, I mean, I've had headaches go away. I've had energy return. I mean, on a low level health wise, you can feel physically feel the difference.
1: Now I've, I have had that too. I mean, and it's it's scary. Not scary, not because I'm not scared. But it's interesting though, like somebody out like that doesn't really know you, like I went to the doctor and they were like, do you have, I thought like I had this. Remember when I couldn't move my arm and my neck and I, I honestly, I thought I was dying. I thought I had this disease. And they were like, it's stress. And I was like, oh my gosh. But it, it happens. And you think about all the people that can't forgive and some of the people they can't forgive are dead. How sad is that?
0: Yeah, and, and so, and then you let's talk about that for a second. Um, forgiveness is for you to to release the cable, right? To let go of the anxiety, the pain, all the suffering that you're putting yourself through. Again, this person has been long gone, so they're not they're not putting you through anything anymore. You're putting yourself through it. That's the mindset shift. That again, this Dr. Fred Rufkin, he just said that's it. If you can shift your perspective and your mindset that you're doing this to yourself at this point. It's no longer the person. You've got to forgive for you to release this person. But the other half of that is think about the, think about in your core what kind of person you become when you can forgive. You live so light and so free that, and, and what you're doing is you're starting to insert mercy as well. And now people don't have to be perfect. What you do when you when you don't make forgiveness a part of your lifestyle is you turn yourself into a new person. Your per, the personality trait you'll carry is being highly critical, highly judgmental. So you only connect with perfect people, very small circle, very close minded. That's the personality trait that you'll take on over time. It's it is just fact, or you can become a person that forgives quickly inserts mercy generously and you become a person that it is rooted in love and that love brings a sense of peace and that peace it kind of it kind of transcends so many different layers of humanity where you you just kind of have this aura about you that people like to be around, and now you become person of influence because you're bringing that peace and that love to the situation. I mean, how many times have you ever had somebody where you maybe said something or, or you, you you messed up somehow, and the person was just super gracious?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It makes it, like the way you look at that person, you're just like, oh, that's refreshing. It's like it's literally like you feel refreshed, right? That's the kind of person I want to be.
1: The other thing that I'm thinking of, too, as you walk through this is it's not only like the person you want to be, but as a parent, it's the parent you want to be. I mean, to teach your family, to be a family of mercy, a family of forgiveness. I mean, that that's what we want.
0: So powerful. Brian, you got final thoughts on this? I'll save it. He's done at the time. Hey, we're going to wrap up the show after this segment. Again, go to 5starlife.org, get more involved, donate, volunteer, share this with someone in your circle.
2: 5 Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids.
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. Coach Seth here in studio with my co-host, Coach Mia.
1: Thanks, Seth. I had a question off air, um, and Brandon comes from the classroom. He was an educator. Uh, Just like with unforgiveness, I know when, and you taught middle school. When I was in middle school, I mean, we always were fighting about something, but no one ever, I don't, stepped in and told us like to forgive. I mean, we had some knockdown fights, so did you ever like- Some (laughs) fights? Oh, Yeah. I mean, you know, words and probably some fists back, back in the day, day. Trust me. You could, yeah. Back, back in the day, it went
0: down. you flip desks, do all kinds of stuff, not even get kicked out of class. Yeah. <laughs> just you like, you just do that whatever desk you want.
1: And boys, boys uh, hit us, too, and we just hit them right back. But go ahead.
0: That's actually a, true. It is. That's true. Like, you'd fight with girls. I flipped a girl's desk over. I'm so embarrassed by it now. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> this girl huh. hit me, so I just flipped her desk <laughs> over. And she's like, what are you guys doing? And we're like... You see what happened here? That was back in the day, wild, wild
2: west, in- and yeah, <laughs> that would not fly today. No, um, no, I think I said earlier. I think it's a little twofold. I think kid, middle schoolers in general, their hormones are raging. They're quick to get mad at each other for little things, whether it's boyfriends or whatever whatever type of drama they have going on. But it's also, you see that as a teacher and you'll see like one day these two kids are best friends and the next day they hate each other and then the next week they're best friends again. So somehow they find a way to forgive each other it seems like but also they hold maybe some short-term grudges against each other for what we would say are little things and um, I think that's tough. I think that's the tougher part.
1: So if you would have had five star life curriculum, this would have been <laughs> easier for you to navigate. Maybe. Seriously. It would, it would,
2: it's a it's a thing we weren't talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that we talk about in five star that you don't just talk about every day as a teacher or with, with students that are valuable. And I think that's
0: huge. And there are things that not all families are talking about in their household. And and if they are a lot of times kids tune out because it's just mom or it's just dad. So when you can get a third party talking about it, they they embrace it. They're, they 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 bring it into their into their mindset. So what we what we tell kids is yes, how do you forgive? You you can pull the cable visually, you can separate that 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 cable, but you can also write a letter. Like write a letter forgiving the person, detail out like I forgive you for this and and just you're trying to empty this out and, and what you, what that does, is it, puts, it puts some kind of emotion into the paper. And that's a way to get kind of the, the mind and the emotion working together. Like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this letter. And usually, like, you don't want to send that letter. Right. <laughs> we, we tell kids, like, don't send that letter unless you have an adult that you trust that's going to vet it and then approve it. But this is not really, maybe it's for reconciliation, but first step is forgiveness. So you might write that letter. And then you might throw it in the trash. You might burn it. Like, There's something you can do as a response to forgive.
2: I mean, there's a huge power in just writing your thoughts out, whether it's journaling or writing a letter. The the research on just writing out your thoughts is huge. And what that can do, especially in a situation like this, when your emotions maybe are are built up, if you can take a moment to just think about it and write it out, that might be enough to change your thoughts on the, on that issue. Yeah.
0: And we talk about this in in the Moss household um, a lot because we've got three boys and they just irritate the heck out of each other. You know, they, they, they are awesome. (laughs) They're awesome kids. Um, But you know, when you're in a family in close proximity, like the more time you spend with someone, the more you're going to get irritated with that person. Hello marriage. Right. Hello, siblings. I mean, you get so irritated because what? The proximity. Anybody you spend that amount of time with and have to smell, like you have to breathe their air in on a a consistent basis, um, there's going to be irritation. There's going to be lots of opportunity to forgive. And so we, we talk about this all the time, especially when there's like themes. You can see themes start to develop between kids. Like, okay. You're, you're, you're always talking about this right here. this. this I hate when you do this. Or there's themes. Like we're going to have to deal with that because you don't want to let that thing right there hold you back. You guys get along, but the, this little thing right here can separate your friendship. This is how siblings don't talk to each other for 20 years. That's how it happens. It's where it starts because they get in their mind like they always do this. You always do it. Well, be careful with those never and always statements. And guess what? sometimes that's just that's where they are at in maturity. But are you going to hold on to it or are you going to just say, okay, that's just where they're at? It's mercy.
2: That's tough. That's really tough.
1: I feel like mercy sometimes is that fine line of, there's like true mercy, but then you're also kind of like discounting or like discarding the person. Do you feel, I
0: mean, do you see that or no? No. I See, I think that, um, I think tr- true mercy and true forgiveness is is it's rooted in love. So you're choosing to you're choosing when I'm talking about family right now, right? Because you're choosing to love. But there are those that just cut themselves off from family, and I get if it's physical abuse and violence and you're being degraded, I, I get that you have to you have to draw some lines for sure. But I mean, in loving families, attitudes, rage. People have bad moments. People get hungry. They get tired. They get irritable. They get sick. It's often when you're tired or you're hungry or you're sick or whatever, that's when the fights happen. And, and so you get in your last nerve. But but if, if you can come back, if you can forgive and then come back to a place of love and just give, like if I don't give, if Mia doesn't give me permission to not be perfect yet, if she doesn't give me room to grow, um, it's going to hurt our relationship because it's going to put in her mind that man, Seth is just a pain in my behind and it's going to create division in our relationship. That's what's going to happen and vice versa. So anybody that you do that with, you're just putting a wall between that relationship. So mercy, when it's out of love, it's saying I'm I'm giving you room to be imperfect and I'm Like I I just, it's okay. And, and okay, you're, you're you're 14, you're in middle school, and so you do obnoxious things, it's okay. And it's not okay, but it's just like, you know what, it's a phase, they're going to go through this. And that's a lot of the conversation we have. It's a phase. Well, you need to, when I was this age, you did, the, well, you know what, it's a phase. You did the same things. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> giving people wow, or giving people space to not be perfect is, is, is the next level going from forgiveness now you're stepping into reconciliation and in families, that's what we want right
1: mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of uh, adults take things from childhood and just carry it like i'm thinking of how many times it, you know my parents you, know, you had to be perfect there was no room for air and yada 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 and they're 40 <laughs>
0: 100 you know? all this pressure mm-hmm. and it, it's um it is such a sad thing and it's such a sad way for us to live and um i think we've all done it like we've all i, mean, I think like i can say it's sad because i've experienced it it's, like, it's a sad way to live but when you can be if you can be rooted in love and just forgive and if you can have the the grace to to, to love people where they're at boy it's amazing what it does to do relationship when people no longer feel that kind of pressure from you like you just accept them where they're at and like, hey, this is, this is where they're at. What if they never change? I'm still going to love you. I mean, family, that's what you got to do. Friendships, you can make some choices on that. But honestly, I mean, if you want to have three friends, I mean, that's fine. But if you want to more than that, you're probably going to have to take some of this in and start applying it, which is hard.
1: But here's the hope. We have an app and we have curriculum and we can we can get to your kids. We can get to your family.
0: Yeah. So, so this five star life app, we're so excited. Brandon's been working so hard on this app. Yeah. He knows it inside and out, but this app is, I'm telling you, uh, parents, grandparents, business leaders, you want every family that has kids to be in this app because all the stuff we're breaking down, we have these six to seven minute lessons for middle school and high school kids. We have like three to four minute lessons for younger kids and it opens up this dialogue for the entire family.
1: So is this a master class? Yeah. Or, uh, well, or is it under? It would
2: under- fall under a master class. The great thing about the master classes is we took our our whole curriculum and we we mapped it out and put it in an order. We took lessons from different series and put it in an order that kind of takes you through a path. If you follow the path exactly, it's going to be really powerful. Uh, I mean, I know Seth and I've, I've heard other people get – questions of like just individual families like asking for help and we've even within our own organization had families had their kids go through less like hey go through this series of Mm -hmm. rule or restore and to be able to have a any family anywhere be able to do that I think is powerful and because you need that extra push absolutely that little help
0: Hey, we're out of time, but I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, Go to 5starlife.org. Get involved today. Thanks so much for listening.
3: At 5 Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.